Welcome to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. Today we continue on a journey through a powerful series called God's Amazing Promises. In the upcoming lessons, you'll discover some of the most profound promises that God has made to you. And these promises are not mere words. They are keys to a renewed life, inner peace, and a hopeful future. But before we get started, have you ever felt you're made for something more or had a dream that just seemed out of reach? Then we've got the perfect resource for you. It's the brand new Created to Dream Journal. You can find out more by going to PastorRick.com or by texting the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. Right now, here's Pastor Rick Warren with the final part of a message called God's Promises About Your Future. Now, part of God's plan and purpose for your life is He wants you to become like Jesus Christ. Jesus is the model of perfect humanity. God wants us to grow up like Christ. He wants us to think like Christ, to feel like Christ, to love like Christ, to serve like Christ, to be uh, giving like Christ. Well, if God wants me to become like Jesus, what is Jesus like? Well, in a word, in one word, it's this word, unselfish. The whole goal of life is learning how to become more and more unselfish. Because to be unselfish is love. And God wants you to be like him. God is love. So when you're born, you are born as a baby totally selfish. As a baby, you're not thinking about anybody else. It's me, 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 I, 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 I want it, and I want it now. You can't, nothing is more selfish than a brand new baby. Okay, we coo and we ooh, and you know, thank God they're cute, but they're little selfish boogers, okay, all right? And as only as they start growing up, they start learning how to share, and they have to be taught how to share. Because it's selfishness, it is my nature to only think of me and not think about you. You don't think about me. You don't get up in the morning and go, oh, I wonder if Rick's okay today. <laughs> oh, you're getting up and thinking, is that a pimple? You know? <laughs> so God wants us to become like Jesus. What is Jesus like? Well, look up here on the screen. Mark 10, 45. I did not come to earth, this is Jesus talking. I didn't come to be served. I didn't come to live for myself. I came to serve and to give. I came to serve and to give my life for many. There are two verbs in that, serve and to serve and to give. Friends, those two verbs describe the Christian life, serving and giving. Those two words describe what it means to follow Christ, to serve and to give. If you don't like serving and you don't like giving, don't call yourself a Christian because that's what it's all about. It's learning to be unselfish. It's learning real love. And how do you spell love? G-I-V-E. You can't, you can give without loving. You cannot love without giving. You cannot love without serving. Love means I make your problem my problem. Love means I serve your needs, not my needs. Love can always wait to give. Lust can never wait to get. Love is all about giving and serving, giving and serving. That's real love. Lust is all about getting and being served. And so we misunderstand what love is all about. Now in heaven, we're all gonna serve God joyfully. We're gonna enjoy it and do it. And God puts you on earth first so you can practice learning how to give and practice how to serve here. So when you get to heaven, you're not a doofus. 
you know how to give and you know how to serve. Now, that's how we learn real love. But the truth is, most people in the world today are living completely self-centered lives. They're not thinking about how can I give to God and to others. They're not thinking about how can I serve God and others. God has wired the universe in such a way that your life will never make sense until you give it away. You're made by God and you're made for God. And until you figure that out, your life isn't gonna make sense. And God wired the universe that we're rewarded when we do what he does. God is a giving and serving God. He's loving and serving and and generous to a fault. Everything you have is from the generosity of God. So when you learn to give your life away and you learn to give your time away and you learn to give your money away and you learn to be a giver, not a taker in life, that's when you begin to fully live. And life takes on new meaning and new joy and new, new excitement. But most of us, we, we make excuses that reveal our self-centered, I don't have time to serve God. I don't have so- time to serve others. My life's too busy with my stuff. You wanna reconsider that? Do you think God created you and put you on earth just to live for yourself? Let me say that again. Do you think God created you and put you on earth just to live for you? No. If you're living for yourself, you don't have a big enough God. Your God's too small. That's not reason enough to get out of bed just for you. It's a very puny, puny goal. God says, I want to reward your service and generosity because he wants us to become like that. He rewards it in a great way. Look at this verse. God is not unfair. He will not forget how hard you have worked for him and how you have shown your love for him by helping his people as you continue to do. God is gonna reward you. I'm proud of you, I'm grateful for you, but that's nothing compared to the reward you're gonna get in heaven, and that reward in heaven is gonna be based on what you did here on earth. One day, we're all gonna stand before God, and God's gonna say, what did you do with what you were given? Well, I made a lot of money, retired, and died. <clears throat> Wrong answer. <laughs> no, you're here for more than that. Are you giving back in any way, in a volunteer way, that you can't get repaid for? These people are doing that. God says you're gonna reward it. And by the way, same's true with, with your giving. Look at, look at this verse. Generosity, Jesus said, use your worldly resources, that's money, to benefit others. In other words, we don't spend all our money on us. We, we, we give some of it away to help other people, support the Lord's work, make friends for eternity. In this way, your generosity stores up a reward for you in heaven. You're gonna be rewarded. No, no service, no reward in heaven. No service, no reward. No generosity, no stored up in heaven. I'm not spending it all here, I'm sending it on ahead. You're listening to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. If this message has encouraged you, or if God put someone on your mind that needs to hear it, would you share it? You'll be glad you did. And be sure to let them know about Pastor Rick's free daily email devotional at PastorRick.com. Hi, friends. We've got something truly special to share with you today. If you've ever felt that you're made for something more, if you've ever had a dream that seemed just out of reach, we've got the perfect resource for you. Introducing the brand new Created to Dream Journal by best-selling author and pastor Rick Warren. 
It's not just any journal. It's your key to unlocking your God-given dreams and purpose. Pastor Rick's wisdom and guidance are now at your fingertips, right there on the pages of this incredible journal. You'll embark on a transformative path to strengthen your faith, stretch your imagination, and expand your horizon. The Created to Dream journal includes scripture passages, excerpts from the Created to Dream book, journaling prompts, and thought-provoking activities. It's an experience designed to help you find your unique purpose in life. This journal is perfect on its own or as a companion to the Created to Dream book. Don't miss out on the greatest adventure of your life. Get started on your journey today by requesting your very own copy of the new Created to Dream journal. And we'll send it to you today when you give a gift to help Daily Hope take the hope of Jesus to people here and around the world. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy. That's PastorRick.com. Or you can text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. That's the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. Thanks so much for your support. Once again, here's Rick. Only one life will soon be passed, and only what's done for Christ will last. I don't make any apology in saying that maybe the most significant thing you do is serve God and give and serve and, and, and be generous and do all that. Why? Because it's going to outlast everything else we're going to do. It's going to far outlast. What you do here is going to far outlast your career and a lot of your hobbies and everything else. Can you imagine getting to heaven? 50 years from today, somebody comes up to you and says, I want to thank you. And you say, Thank me for what? I said, I don't even know you. You don't know me. But you were one of the pioneers of Saddleback Church back there in the early 21st century. And you prayed, and you saved, and you gave, and you served, and, and you sacrificed, and you helped build buildings at that church, and, and you helped send people on peace plan, and you, you, you volunteered, and you were generous, and you built that church, and 40 years after you died, that church reached me for Jesus Christ. I'm in heaven because of you. Thanks. You think that'll be worth it? Do you know anything more important to do with your life? No. Then help people come to know Christ, discover the purpose for life, grow in, in, their, in their maturity, find their ministry, and serve in their mission in the world. There's a word that we say all the time that you may not even know what it means, hallelujah. Hallelujah is two words in Hebrew. Hallelujah means praise, and Yah is short for Yahweh, which means the Lord. Hallelujah simply means in Hebrew, praise the Lord. Hallelujah is more than something we say. It's something we live. Our lives become a hallelujah, whether we praise the Lord through our service, through our generosity, through our kindness, through our love, and people go, that's what I expect a Christian to be. That's what I expect a follower of Jesus to be. You're going to live for yourself? Your God isn't big enough. That is a very small God. Are you going to live for the God who loves you, created you, sent his son to die for you, wants to take you to heaven forever? If you're going to live for today, that's a very short-sighted way to live. Because you're going to spend more time on the other side of death than this side. This life is preparation for the next. And one of the things God wants you to learn to do is trust him. 
So he gives you these promises. He's a promise-making God. And you gotta decide, am I gonna live for my desires or am I gonna live for God's promises? Now here is the last and the most important promise of all, number six. God promises for my future to keep me saved until heaven. He's gonna keep me saved until I get to heaven. I don't have to keep myself saved, thank God. Because if it were up to me to keep myself saved, I'm in deep, deep weeds. That's not, there's no way I can save myself. God says, it's not up to you. Once you put your hand in the hand of the man who still the waters, you may wanna let go, but he's not gonna let go. And once you are saved, it is his job to keep you saved no matter what happens in your future. Three verses, three promises, and we'll close. John 10, 28. Jesus said, I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. It's a gift, he doesn't take it back. They will never perish and no one can snatch them out of my hand. When you put your hand in God's hand, there are times you're gonna to wanna to let go. One time I took my kids to the Grand Canyon and my two boys were young and they were squirrely and wiggly and I held onto their hands and we walked up to the edge of the Grand Canyon and they wanted to let go. There was no way I was letting go of their hands. Not a chance, because as their father, I love them too much. And there have been times in my life when I have put my hand, I put my hand in God's hand a long time ago. There's been times in my life when I've gone, God, it's not convenient right now to be a Christian, to be a follower of Jesus, to be a disciple. And it would be more convenient, it's, it's politically incorrect, uh, what I'm gonna have to do here will be unpopular. Uh, I'd like to go to this party or whatever. And, and I, I, I'd like to kind of let go for a little bit. And God says, well, you might want to let go of me, but I'm not letting go of you. You are in my hand, and no man can, can snatch you out. I had a person say well, to me one time, well, you can't be snatched out of God's hand, but you can jump out. And I said, how big do you think God's hand is? <laughs> you think it's so small you can get to the edge of it? His hands is bigger than the universe. You'll never get to the edge of God's love. You'll never get to the end of God's love. You'll never get to the end of him keeping you safe and saved. Once you are born again, you can't be unborn. Once your name is written in the eternal book of life, it's written in indelible ink in the blood of Christ. It can't be erased. Once I am saved, I am always saved. That's good news. I don't know what my future holds. I don't know how many years I've got left. And I might lose everything. I might lose my health. I might lose my wife. I might lose my family. I might lose my mind. But I am never losing my salvation. That's the good news. And that means I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me and I don't know what's coming and I don't know what, how the world's gonna turn out but that's not my job. And the fact is, no matter what happens, there's one thing I can count on. 
He'll always be with me. He's never going to stop loving me. And he's going to keep me saved until I'm safely home in heaven. That's good news. You say, well, what if, what, what if, I, what if I mess up and I, I, I like really sin and, and I deny Christ? Yeah, well, lots of people have done that. Next verse, promise. 2 Timothy 2.13. If we are faithless, he, God, will remain faithful for he cannot disown himself. Thank you, God. I can be unfaithful, but he's never gonna be unfaithful to me. That's how much he loves me. Last verse, Philippians 1.6. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. What God started in your life, he is going to finish. God never leaves anything half finished. As Ethel Waters said, God doesn't sponsor flops. So you can be confident of this, that God who started something in you is gonna finish it in you and you're gonna make it to the finish line. So let's thank him, let's bow our heads. And in this prayer say, God, I know you know all of my future. You already know how it's gonna end. Tell that to God. God, you already know how my life is gonna end. And God, you know all the problems I'm gonna have. And you know all the mistakes I'm gonna make. And you still love me. And you have a good plan for my life. And I'm saying today, I want the rest of my life to be on your plan, not mine. I want to live the rest of my life for you, not for myself. For you, not for me. And so I wanna thank you for these promises that you will never leave me alone, you'll never abandon me. I'll never go through anything in my future without you. And then say this to God, God, thank you for your promise to guide me when I'm confused. And thank you for your promise to help me when I'm tempted. You know where I'm tempted and you want me to win. You're on my side. Thank you that you've promised to support me when I'm troubled. When I don't know which way to turn, you're gonna help me out, give me support. And Lord, I even thank you that you've promised to repay those who've hurt me. And so today, I'm gonna let it go. I'm not gonna waste any more of my time and life or energy on bitterness and resentment, on retaliation and revenge, on holding on to the hurt. I'm letting it go. I'm putting it all in your hands. I'm saying, I'm trusting you for justice. Lord, thank you that you've promised to reward my service to you and my generosity to you and others. Every year for the rest of my life, I want to serve more and I want to give more. I want to learn to be more generous every year and I want to be more of a servant every year. I don't want to be stuck at this same level of maturity. I want to grow every year in the rest of my life. And most of all, I thank you that you've promised to keep me saved until I get to heaven. Lord Jesus Christ, I love you. 
If you've never invited the Lord into your life, say, Jesus Christ, come in and be the manager of my life. Take control. I want, to, I want my life to be built on your plan, not my plan from now on. And I want to learn to follow you. I pray this humbly in Jesus' name. Amen. Hi, this is Pastor Rick. If you just prayed to accept Jesus Christ into your heart, congratulations. You're now my brother or sister in the Lord, and you need to tell somebody. And why don't you tell me? Write to me, rick at pastorrick.com. Just email me, rick at pastorrick.com, and tell me your story. I would love to read it. And by the way, I'll send you some free material to help you start in your new journey with the Lord. God bless you. You're listening to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. If this message has encouraged you, or if God put someone on your mind that needs to hear it, would you share it? You'll be glad you did. And be sure to let them know about Pastor Rick's free daily email devotional at PastorRick.com. Rick will be back in just a moment. But first, we've got something truly special to share with you today. If you've ever felt that you're made for something more, If you've ever had a dream that seemed just out of reach, we've got the perfect resource for you. Introducing the brand new Created to Dream Journal by best-selling author and pastor Rick Warren. It's not just any journal. It's your key to unlocking your God-given dreams and purpose. Pastor Rick's wisdom and guidance are now at your fingertips, right there on the pages of this incredible journal. You'll embark on a transformative path to strengthen your faith, stretch your imagination, and expand your horizon. The Created to Dream Journal includes scripture passages, excerpts from the Created to Dream book, journaling prompts, and thought-provoking activities. It's an experience designed to help you find your unique purpose in life. This journal is perfect on its own or as a companion to the Created to Dream book. Don't miss out on the greatest adventure of your life. Get started on your journey today by requesting your very own copy of the new Created to Dream journal. And we'll send it to you today when you give a gift to help Daily Hope take the hope of Jesus to people here and around the world. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy. That's PastorRick.com. Or you can just text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. That's the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. Thank you so much for your support. Here's Pastor Rick to tell you how you can help support this ministry. If you've been blessed by this message today, here's what I want you to do. Share it. Tell somebody about it. Now, there's a lot of great ways you can share Daily Hope. One of the easiest is by posting it on social media, on Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn or Instagram. But you'll find a share button today next to the message on my website, PastorRick.com. Don't keep the good news to yourself. It's too good to keep to ourselves. We've got to pass it on to others. Thanks for listening today. And join me next time as we continue to look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.